A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here. You know, every so often I think to myself, man, I am going to have nothing to talk about this week or this night. I'm just going to have to go out there and just find a way to bullshit for a half hour or so to give the good people that listen to me some content to ease their drive to the supermarket or whatever it is you do when you're listening to me. And then whenever I get that stupid thought into my head, the world's just like, boom, here's some more QAnon madness hot and fresh on your plate, poker. Boom, there you go, kid. Eat it up. I literally, Friday night, was thinking about doing a podcast about comms and what they actually are and what they mean to QAnon. And then Michael Flynn took the oath, and a lady attacked a target for having a mask display and was then live-streaming her arrest and telling Trump to save her. And this is this is just how it happens. This is every, every day. There's just more madness. There's just more craziness. It never stops, and... It feels like until the election, it never will stop. I mean, we got four more months of just cutting the brakes on this car and just going straight to Madness Town. Just, that's the way it is. We have a really scary world where people are being radicalized by QAnon constantly, and the QAnon grifters, they know that this election is dangerous. They know that Trump is in trouble. They'll never admit it publicly. I mean, the public face of QAnon is that this thing's a slam dunk, that Trump's got it in the bag, that Biden has no hope in hell of winning. But they can read the polls, and they can also read the articles that explain how these polls are entirely different than the polls that Hillary had against Trump in 2016, and how this is not that electorate, and all these other different things, all these other different realities. And they probably also know that uh, the whole unemployment bonus that that people are getting, that ends in August. There's going to be a lot of economic hardship come August. Uh, 
And uh, Mitch McConnell and company have seemed pretty reticent to give out more cash to the good people of America. So if you think things are bad now, uh, wait until August 1st when the rent is due and people don't have the bucks to pay it. Wait until the middle of the month when it's even harder. Yeah, it, it, it is going to suck. And that frustration is going to go directly to Donald Trump. And Florida and Texas and Arizona and Georgia burning up from coronavirus, that's going to go on Trump. And again, I know their public confidence is unshakable. They will never admit to being worried. But the truth is what the truth is. And the facts are what the facts are. And they can't change them. So they know what's happening. They know what's going to happen. That they're going to need some ridiculous turn of fate. They're going to need some miraculous event to arrive. A DSX machina to save Trump from losing this election. Because if he loses, this grift is over. So if you're Michael Flynn, and you look at what's going on, you say to yourself, I got four months of hard grifting in front of me. I got four months to strike while the iron's hot and just soak these rubes for every nickel I can out of them. I got to get paid. I got to get my cash. And that's what he's doing. And I really wish that people would uh, go after him on this. I wish that our press would be like, hey, Michael Flynn, why'd you swear an oath to QAnon? Why'd you swear an oath where you said the phrase, where we go one, we go all at the end of your oath? What was that all about? Why'd your family do that? What was the point? Who are you swearing this oath to? Why did you do this? Make him answer those questions. Put him on the spot. Put the entire Republican Party on the spot about QAnon. Because... It's not going away. It's not going to get any less powerful. They don't want to deal with this because they know the truth. The truth is that QAnon is a belief system that resonates with their base. It's everything they've ever said about Democrats, just louder and angrier. This whole Obama eats babies thing, it's just the next step up from Obama being born in Kenya and being a uh, Muslim usurper and gay and his wife being a man. Just all of it. This is just just moving it up a little bit higher on the, on the knob. Just dialing it up to 11. And the Republican Party doesn't want to have to acknowledge this, that they have trafficked in conspiracy theories pretty much for the last 30 years. Ever since Bill Clinton got into office, we've had to listen to the Clinton body count. We've had to hear about what a murderous sociopath he and his wife Hillary were. And then when he got out of office and he wasn't the threat anymore, she became the monster. She became the power behind the throne. One of the funniest things was uh, on qmap.pub. They have uh, two listings, really, for bad guys. They have uh, Pawn, that is like a, uh, a person that's being manipulated or controlled by the deep state, or Evil, 
which is you're actually a malevolent monster. You are actually a bad person who does these things of freely of their own volition. And both Obama and Bill Clinton were listed as pawns and Hillary Clinton was listed as evil. So that's, that's their mindset. That's how they uh, look at the world that, the woman who never became president is actually objectively evil, but her husband who was president and the guy who beat her for the presidency in 2008, they are just pawns. They're just suckers being led around by the uh, the New World Order. That's how these people operate. They're, they don't have any actual coherent narrative. It's just all emotion. It's all anger. It's all rage. And they know that Obama, as much as they hate him, he can't run for president anymore. As much as they hate Bill Clinton, he can't run for president anymore either. So they're not really threats. Hillary Clinton is a threat, and she's a threat they want to be threatened by. They spend all their days yearning for Joe Biden to get knocked out of this election so that they can get Hillary into the race so they can hate her. Oh, they want to hate her so much. Their only goal, their only desire is to just hate Hillary Clinton and to bask in their rage and their hatred of her. Because it's what galvanizes them, it's what motivates them, it's what gets them out of the bed in the morning. And they get, these people get to see one of their heroes, one of the people they worship go on Twitter and swear the oath and say, I'm a digital soldier just like you guys. And he is such an insincere piece of shit. Fuck Michael Flynn. What a dirtbag this guy is. And QAnon's also just all over Flynn running for president in 2024. I mean... This is a guy who could do this. He very easily could run for president in 2024. I mean, who's going to run in 2024? Either way. I mean, for the Republicans, they would rather, obviously, that Trump lose. Because if Trump wins, that third, getting that third term, passing that baton over to, for the third term is tough. And the thing is, is that as bad as it is right now, four more years of Trump will make it much worse. There will be uh, no... No turnaround. He'll just crush the country and take no responsibility for anything, not do any work. Just let let the ship of state steer itself into a ditch. And that'll be that. They don't care. He doesn't, he, He's not up to the job and he doesn't have the motivation to do the job. So any Republican that'd be trying to replace him would be running into the greatest headwind in the history of the world. Uh, whoever the Democrat was would have such an overwhelming advantage, it would be uh, appalling. And so they're hoping he loses. But let's say Trump loses this year. Uh, praise, uh, pray to God, uh, beg Allah, help us out, Vishnu. Uh, anyone else? Thor, you got anything? Can you throw me something my way? Take care of me here. But... Uh, all of this stuff, it's just so absurd the way we have the elections coming. 
it's just painful. It's just like, oh my god, this guy's gonna lose. But then what happens in 2024? Because who runs? Rubio and Cruz, because they're desperate, and they desperately want to be president. They're gonna run again. But then after them, Don Jr., does he run? Does Trump run again? If he If he's not in a wheelchair from crippling dementia at that point. Uh, does Trump himself run? Does his kid run? Does Ivanka run? Um, does Michael Flynn run? I've been hearing people talk about Tucker Carlson running, which would be hilarious. But I think if you're looking at the guy who actually drives the crazy people wild and could not lean into the white supremacy stuff so hard the way Tucker does. Michael Flynn's a real good candidate in that sense. He's he's a general. Uh, all the people that would vote for him don't care about the whole thing that he pled guilty to crimes. That was all railroad job. He'll just say he was framed. He will say, he'll say it was all just a bunch of malarkey. He'll lie his ass off because he's shameless. He's a shameless grifter. It's so enraging that a guy like him can have such a ridiculous audience because an anonymous person on 8chan was following the Alex Jones narrative about Michael Flynn being a hero. So he just parroted it. I mean, that's the thing that's like so funny about Q is that he just cribbed all this shit off Alex Jones. And Alex Jones was just cribbing all this shit off the Illuminati and next thing you know, Trump, Donald Trump accidentally wins the presidency, and they gotta be like, "Oh, our guy won! Now we can beat the Illuminati!" Waka waka. But they just don't have. Um, they don't like winning. They don't like being in charge, because that makes it hard to tell the story that the bad guys are crushing them and the bad guys are going to kill you all and you need to buy some gold and some and some storable food and all that other stuff because the nukes are going to start flying any minute now because uh, evil, death-obsessed Satanists are uh, here to kill us all. It's hard to say that to people when you're the ones in charge and that you, when your guy won. So... They just... Uh, they, they, they do their best. They do their best to try to get away with it to try to pivot and tell the story that like, maybe we'll win maybe we will actually kill the bad guys even though they know that won't happen it's it's very frustrating to have to be have to explain why god doesn't step in doesn't intervene why the lord thy savior is silent in the face of such overwhelming evil, uh, in the face of such uh, oppressive tyranny. And when you have God in the shadows as God, who's just the invisible guy in the sky, it's a little bit easier to explain why God isn't doing these things, because God works in mysterious ways, and who are you to judge God, and blah, blah, blah. But when God's Donald Trump, it's hard. It's hard to explain why we still haven't arrested Hillary Clinton for murder, even though we have a video of her committing murder that's been in uh, the evidence locker of the FBI for four fucking years now. 
But the wheels of justice grind slowly. Gotta wait. Why? Why do we gotta wait? What's the point? Let's just do this. Let's just arrest her for murder and put her in jail for the rest of her life because she committed murder and it was videotaped. And we have the tape. It's, it's so dumb. In fact, the, the leaps of logic you have to use to justify this stuff is incredible. But yeah, Michael Flynn taking the oath, just just absolutely shamelessly grifting these people. It's so sickening. And uh, do not be surprised in the slightest if, um, as things move along, that Michael Flynn becomes like one of the biggest uh, talking heads and pundits on Fox News against the uh, Biden administration and so on and so forth as he gears himself up to run as the QAnon white knight in 2024. And that will be incredible. Because Q is full of shit. Because Q didn't exist until 2017. And Q then was like, oh, I was totally on Trump's side the whole time. And it's so funny. Just think about what Q did Q declared themselves loyal to the president, the most ridiculous, bootlicking, authoritarian move you could possibly make. And he dressed that shit up as though it was rebellious, as though it was a uh, inspiring act of the underdog. Because he's like, oh, I, I made Trump run for president. I helped him out. I, I gave him the I gave him the high sign. I, I made sure the election was fair for him. I mean... And he didn't do any of these things. He literally waited a year of Trump being in office, and then he's like, hey, I'm on Trump's side. I'm this guy on the internet. I'm, I'm Trump's buddy. I mean, Bill Mitchell has far better uh, credibility as a uh, Trump supporter and bootlicker than Q ever did. Mitchell was all over Trump all the time during the campaign. So, uh, yeah, Q's a fucking Johnny-come-lately. He, he ain't nothing. But his, the voter base of Q is a Michael Flynn voter base. I can see some of them being for Trump Jr., but because Q is a hive mind, because Q is a monolith, they're going to pick a candidate. And those who do not agree on the candidate are going to be uh, pushed aside as apostates who have committed heresy. There might be a schism. There might be a schism between the Flynn crew and the Don Jr. crew, but... The thing is, is Flynn is the one that's in the story. Flynn is the one that's in the narrative. And while Trump would obviously endorse his son over Flynn, again, given the fact that Trump can barely speak and is falling apart, four years is a long time. So that guy might be... uh, he might be incapacitated by 2024, so he may not be able to give the seal of approval to his son the way uh, a lucid and coherent former president would be able to. So, yeah. I, I really think Flynn's the man to beat when it comes to the QAnon, a segment of the Republican voting base. And the truth is, is that's the Trump base, that's them. Donald Trump ran for president on an impossible promise. He ran for president under the pretext that he was going to build a wall and that Mexico was going to pay for it. It was a fantasy. 
It was the most ludicrous bullshit in the world. And the thing was is that no Republican could run against it. No Republican could tell Republican voters, by the way, Donald Trump cannot build this wall and make Mexico pay for it. It is a fantasy. It won't happen. Because Trump would just like smile and go, oh, yeah, I can do it. And by the way, the wall just got 10 feet higher. And the crowd would roar in approval. And it was a joke. And it was obviously a joke. And there was no way he could make it real. But there was no Republican who had any gravitas or standing in the party that could tell the Republican primary voters that this fantasy is bullshit and fuck Trump and whatever. So that's why we got uh, GOP nominee Trump and now President Trump. Because literally the GOP base is all about fantasies and bullshit. Michael Flynn might tell them he's going to arrest the deep state when he's like the president. He might say that he'll bring the storm. I mean, he literally could run a full-blown QAnon campaign. And oh my God, that would be so fucking terrifying. I mean, what would they do? How could they stop him? They're, they all they just want fantasies. They just want to own the libs. I mean, he'll literally run and say, when I'm like the president, after I take my hand off the uh, Bible, I'll cuff Biden, Obama, and Hillary, James Comey. They'll all go to jail. I'll just arrest all my political enemies and start a uh, fucking military dictatorship. I will end rule of law and destroy our enemies. I will bring the storm. And it would be that would be really exciting. I mean, just Michael Flynn fucking straight up military dictatorship and the end of the American Republic 2024. And I think he would have a dangerous chance of getting the Republican nomination on that platform. I mean, I think like Fox News and everyone else would shit themselves and be like, okay, we're not going to give Michael Flynn any airtime, but he would just go viral on the internet. He would just go on Twitter. He would just go everywhere and just be himself. He would get someone to give him money and he'd run ads. And just the the Michael Flynn nightmare campaign. Oh, man. (laughs) Just think... Just think how now we we look back on the halcyon days of George W. Bush and we're like, man, fuck, if only Trump was as good as Bush, we'd be so much better off. In 2024, we could be looking at Michael Flynn going, oh my God, can we get Trump back? Holy shit, Michael Flynn's completely out of his fucking mind. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's going to be so brutal. Oh, man. Yeah. The, the Michael Flynn death to democracy campaign. That's going to be the spiciest meatball. Whew, holy shit. And the best part about it will be the Republicans just, just if he wins the nomination, the Republicans just caving in. Just absolutely caving in. Just being like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. The only way we can win and get more judges, and hell, we, we really didn't care about democracy anyways. Let's just fucking do this. Let's just fucking install an actual fascist. Let's just actually begin the purges. Let's just fucking throw our enemies out of helicopters. Let's just fucking start killing people let's just do this let's just go straight eliminationist murderous barbarous death let's just go the whole nine yards let's be completely un-american and evil and just i don't know just hope hope that enough racists really want that and we can find a way to do it i mean i think you would lose badly but i think it'd be like goldwater but i think you would get a terrifying vote count for uh, michael michael flynn in that situation, I think you'd be like, wow, 43% of America actually just wants a dictatorship. Ain't that a thing? Fuck. Yeah, great. 
So, yeah, Michael Flynn, really fucking bad, really fucking terrifying. And then we've got, uh, we got QAnon, or we got QAnon Lady. And the thing about QAnon Lady is, she makes me sad. And what also really makes me sad is the way these fucking pricks in QAnon just distance themselves from her, just immediately divorce themselves. All these grifters, all these dirtbags, they know what they're doing. They know the way they poison the minds of these people. They know the way they lie to these people about all this shit. They know they're full of shit. And yet they do it anyways because they want attention. They want clicks. They want eyeballs. They want attention. They want money. And all of it is so much more important to them than the mental health and the well-being of the people that read and follow their shit. And they are just so awful. They're just so awful. And when they get into situations like this where the people that follow them lash out and do bad things and get themselves arrested, they immediately are like, oh, look at this false flag. Oh, look at this deep state asset. Oh, look at this obvious shill. Because they're just such incredulous shitbags. They're such terrible people. They can take no responsibility for their actions. They can never hold themselves to account for what they've done. And they know what they're doing. Like, Joe M. right now is pissing and moaning that his COVID-19 misinformation video didn't get enough traction. That it didn't resonate with the public and go viral the way it should have. The way he deserves it to have done. Because he is so incredible a person. He's so articulate and witty and just awesome. The great and mighty Joe M. Is left to pout about, oh, my video where I was lying to everybody about COVID. Oh, I didn't get enough views. Not enough people liked it. Oh, I'm so mad. And he's such a piece of shit because he's lying to people. And it's all he ever does is lie. And people ask me sometimes, they'll be like, hey, do these people really believe this shit or do they know they're fucking lying? And it's, it's, on, a, it's on a degree, it's on a scale. Because... A lot of them do believe in the movement, but they also understand that the truth is meaningless to them. Like uh, Dilly of The Dilly Show uh, once said, it doesn't matter if it's true, it just matters that it goes viral. He's completely, completely a sociopath who just gives, doesn't give a fuck about anything other than getting eyeballs and clicks on himself so he can peddle his shit and sell shit to you. And I think Joe M's the exact same way. I think Praying Medic's the exact same way. I think Geddes is the same way. I think Sather is more insane, but Sather also has a grift to work. So Sather's out for a buck. I think Educating Liberals is out for a buck. I think him and Sather probably like buy into it a little bit more, but at the end of the day, if, you, if, if, if it meant, it, it, like, literally, if you looked at them, if you dropped, like, $200 worth of merch, let's just say they had a store, 
and you drop two hundred dollars worth of merchandise on the counter, and you look them in the eye right before you took your credit card out of your wallet and handed it to them, right before you handed it over, you looked them in the eye and you just said, "Look, man, I'm gonna buy this shit because it's like my family wants it. My grandparents are red pilled. I kind of want the dick pills to try them out for myself, whatever. I mean, but." You don't really believe this bullshit, do you? If they looked you in the eye and they knew, they could just make the read on you that if they told you, oh man, I totally believe in it, where we go one, we go all, that like, that, it, that that would make you flinch, that that would make you hesitate, that that would make you pull the credit card back and start moving it towards your wallet again. They would make the decision in that moment to be like, nah, bro, it's all just, it's all just a fucking message, man. I'm just like finding the vibe and looking for the truth. And I mean, with Q, it's all disinformation is necessary half the time and the future proves past the other half the time. So I'm just, I'm just surfing the stream, man. I'm just making my own way. Anything they could get to make you finish Extending your arm and bringing that credit card towards them so you could grab it and swipe it through the machine and get them, get that luscious two bills worth of money in their pocket. I believe absolutely that would be what they would do. I believe absolutely that they would let you know that they really don't buy into it just to make sure they can make the sale. Now, Chuckle Fucks like 72 Seconds and I the Spy and uh, Austin Steinbart, who's just on fucking Mars, those kind of guys. They're just so fucking out there that I, I, in serial, serial brain too, that guy is just a fucking clown. I mean, those guys are just, who knows, who the fuck knows of them? They're on Mars. They're just, they're just talking to hear themselves talk, really. I don't even know if they, they want to make a book. Uh, police chief too, uh, that, that guy, he's all about the ducats. He knows he's fucking lying and he doesn't give a shit. <clears throat> yeah, but. I just, I just listen to these people and the way they react to what they've done to a person again, and they're just like false flag, asset activated by the deep state, obvious. Ooh, look at Ben Collins' article about her. Ooh, look at Will Summer talking about her. Ooh, look at all the check marks talking about this lady who they put up to this. These, this Soros-funded asset woman. They know what they did. Fucking assholes. God. Just absolutely fucking no accountability pieces of shit. And this is, this is minor. I mean, it sucks and this woman needs help and God, I hope she gets it. And God, I hope she sees what QAnon did to her and she realizes what absolute, what an absolute pack of jackals they are. And how they will betray you at a moment's notice if they think that you're putting any negative attention on them. I just, it's gonna, it, it's, it's, it's gonna be so bad. These months leading up to the election and then after the election are going to be so bad because there's only so many months you can go with Donald Trump down twelve points or so down double digits to Biden without having people in QAnon getting worried. I mean, the rank and file, they they have family. They have loved ones. They have people that talk to them. 
And as much as they don't want to admit it, they're going to be hearing from their loved ones. Like, look, when Trump loses, this will all be over, right? And then you can come back to us and we'll love you again. It'll all be normal. And those poor blue-pilled normies are going to be just hoping that Grandpa will, will come back to them after after Trump loses. And he's going to lose because Fox News just came out with another poll. And it's only a month before the election. And, and Trump's down 11. And he's, he's going to lose Texas. He's going to lose Georgia. It's going to be an electoral college landslide. And Grandpa QAnon is going to see this. And he's gonna he's gonna see Lisa May Crowley and ET and everybody else screaming the, the the fake polls and the lies and he's gonna try he's gonna try to believe but he'll have a crisis of faith and then in that moment he might do it he might grab that AR fifteen and march down the city hall and try to get himself some justice and if he waits until after the election once President elect Biden is a thing gonna fucking happen and I mean I it makes me so fucking angry that I say this all the time I, I, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm a wet blanket I'm sorry if I'm depressing I'm sorry if I'm miserable but uh, I, I see this on Twitter uh, Frederick Brennan uh, uh, Sarah Sarah Hightower the greatest of us all um, I just I see them talking about this and they talk about how you're just you're just shouting into the void and no one listens. And this is my thing is that these fucking pricks are going to kill people. And I and I mean and it's just it's so fucking clear to me. It's just so clear to me that there's no there's no way we can get out of that. Because you can't preach hatred and violence and rage and just, just anger. You can't fill people's heads with this shit for years. And you can't promise people that their enemies are going to die day in and day out. I mean, this is the thing about QAnon, is that if like you just found out about it, and if you just looked at all the weird predictions and the failed deadlines and all of it, you wouldn't understand like the day-to-day living of these people. That They just go around every day thinking it's going to happen. They have a new deadline. That deadline doesn't work out. They do a decode. It comes with a deadline. That deadline doesn't pan out. And it, it, it never stops. And I mean, I'm always talking about failed deadlines, but there's so many more failed deadlines than you could imagine. And Q and all these promoter pricks of, that follow him have just been pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. And now they've been promising these people that in Trump's second term, you're going to get what you want. We're going to kill all the liberals once Trump wins re-election. Once they call the election for Trump, he'll start murdering everybody you hate. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And the other thing is, is that they've been promising us that this election is dangerous, that there's the, the vote by mail allows for rampant voter fraud and for the deep state to cheat and steal it. So you're going to have on election night, Biden's going to win and they're going to claim it was stolen. They're going to claim that the result of this election was illegitimate and that uh, Biden did not really win, that this was a deep state plot to steal power from Trump, and that now uh, Biden and the deep state are going to uh, kill all their enemies and uh, usher in the Antichrist. Why do you think Q's been having people swear an oath to him? Why do you, uh, Q's been talking about the Constitution being under attack. Q posted mugshots of Obama and Biden uh, being wanted for treason or being arrested for treason and sedition. He's not subtle. This is not subtle what is going on here. This is incitement to violence. It's been incitement to violence for years, but now it is uh, explicit that this is what is happening. That uh, the narrative will be that this election was stolen, that it was unfair, and that uh, America is about to be destroyed. And this is they always talk about this. They always talk about this. That if America falls, the world ends. We are the last line of resistance. We are freedom's last and only hope on this earth. And if we fall, the world falls. And when you pump people full of that bullshit and you tell them that this is it, this is the end. The outcome will not be good. It absolutely will not be good. And it is... It's disgraceful that the Republican Party ignores this, even as Donald Trump absolutely keeps riling these people up. Eric Trump tweeted out a QAnon thing before the Tulsa rally. Flynn is taking the oath. Dan Scavino is constantly reposting QAnon memes and then funneling them up to Trump to repost them as well. They are playing footsies with a violent domestic terrorism group. There's only one possible outcome. Violence. It sucks. So, yeah. It's great. It's great. This, the sad thing, though, is is that, uh, I mean, we, we are in a situation where it has to... This, this, it's it's like it's like an abscess. It's an infection in America that has to be drained. And when Biden wins, that begins the process of cutting open the abscess and draining it out, just getting this infection out of us. And unfortunately, the infection is going to fight back. It's going to be very angry. It's uh, it's like it's just this right wing anti government bullshit that has been a part of America for forever, really. And it was very obvious in the 90s, and it was very obvious when Obama was president. And we're just going to have to 
have adults in the room that can actually bring these forces to heal and try to instill some reality back into the national conversation, which is going to take a lot of work. It's going to be really painful because these people do not want reality. They want to live in this fantasy. I mean, we literally have the Boogaloo Boys now who are cosplay insurrectionists. They want a second civil war. And they have like a million different mindsets and ideologies about that, but the end result is they just want to, they just want to kill people. <laughs> they have this nihil- in the end, it's kind of nihilistic. They, many, many of them want a libertarian uh, America that, with a smaller government and all that kind of stuff, but in the end, they want an excuse to actually have a running gunfight with people. And that's, that's the world. That's the world they want to live in. And QAnon wants a Christian theocracy with a uh, idolatrous slime bag as president. So yeah, it's great. It's really great. So uh, after that ray of sunshine, bah, 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 bah. Uh, oh, I'll do a quick little hit on the uh, QAnon Congress uh, guy running for Congress who got himself 15 minutes of fame today, K.W. Miller, who was uh, bitching about Beyonce. He literally fell for a joke on the internet. As do most of these people. That is QAnon's desire to just get tricked by uh, easy-to-spot hoaxes. Because they don't care. They don't follow facts. They just want to get mad. That's all they want to do. They just want to be pissed off. That's how they live their lives. Just dumb, blind, stupid rage. And... Again... Will Republicans come out and condemn this guy? They, I mean, they gave Marjorie Taylor Greene a bit of condemnation, but not about QAnon, because they're scared. They're so scared of QAnon. They don't know how to attack it, because they know that it is what they've created. It's their monster. It is their Frankenstein's monster. It has gotten loose. And they have no desire to find a way to corral it. They'll just let it rampage through the town and kill everybody because they're just dumb. They they built it and they don't give a shit. They will not take culpability for it. They'll just do what QAnon does and say, oh, that was a false flag. Oh, just a lone wolf. Who could have known? Who could have known it would have happened? Because they are just, just as soulless and as uh, guilty as the QAnon grifters. Everyone sucks and I hate them. So, uh, questions time. Rainbow Warrior at Narwhal says, uh, Please look at the phrases that appear only when Q went to 8chan. There seem to be several clues there to show control of the trip codes changed hands. I know that you will find this much better than I, but the change in tone and those hints are very telling in my humble opinion. Um, They go on to state that these people are, are stupid, was never posted on 8chan. Uh, trust the plan was not set until 8chan either. Before that, it was question everything. And uh, finally, not political on 4chan, not us versus them, as I recall. R versus D was not a thing. Uh, I will have to look into those uh, phrasing clues on the first two. But the third one, Q was all over the map on the third one. Q was talking about how it wasn't an R versus D thing. And then immediately would just go right into, uh, oh, I didn't do early Q drops. So, yeah, I'll go right to, I'll do those. But uh, just, he was all over the place. He was all over the place. Uh, The us versus them thing, 
he didn't know what he, he didn't know what his message was, but he did want to ding Democrats a bunch. He did want to hate the Democrats because they are the bad guys and everyone hates them. So he moved on to that kind of stuff and he worked on it and he just eventually settled on the fact that Democrats suck shit and they're evil and they're bad and he hates them. But he didn't know for sure where he was going to go. He was kind of just, again, this like the early QAnon is a psychic doing a cold reading. He's just throwing stuff out there and trying to find what the audience likes. Are they cool with this? Are they not cool with this? What's going on? How, how, how am I playing? What's my feedback like? I mean, he, he's kind of like when like Trump does a rally and he just, in, in the, back in 2016, where he would just talk shit about whatever and whatever he could get a rise out of the crowd with, he would just ride the crowd's anger. And that was basically what Q was doing. He was just throwing stuff out there and seeing what he was getting. And eventually he found out that being a, a hardcore Trump-loving Republican who really hated Democrats was what his audience wanted. So he tailored himself to that message. Um, I mean, it's it's basically having like a holy person write the Bible the way you want it written. It's it's literally a God conforming to your prejudices, which is what everyone would want out of their religion. Is wow, my God totally agrees with me. Ain't that awesome? So yeah, uh, on the other the, the question everything versus trust the plan. I'll have to look into that. That sounds interesting. So, backing up to do a few uh, early Q-drops. I'm just going to do four of them because these are meaty. These are meat-on-the-bone Q-drops. Because this is the big one. Q-drop 34. Boom. This is it. Oh, I think I did. Did I do 34? Uh, I might have. doesn't matter. I'm just going to do it over again. No, I did. I did this. I did this, and I did uh, 35 also because I remember uh, the... Yeah, because he did 4, 10, 20. That's right. That's right. Okay. Oh, this is hilarious. Uh, yeah, 35, 36 is also about Flynn and how, what, what a wonderful guy he is. Um, yeah, so yeah, I did that one. So 37, if I didn't do 36, you can yell at me and I'll do 37. I'll back up and do 36 later. But 37, uh, they are the true patriots. We will never forget. Let these coming days be remembered in our history as the time we fought to recapture the Republic from those evil bad actors. Uh, I think I said that, but it's fucking hilarious. Who have, uh, for so long, uh, have sacrificed the good people of this land for their own personal gain. Let the good fight, fight the good fight. Let justice be served. And then... Uh, 38, four carriers and escorts in the Pacific. Why is that relevant? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did that one. So, by the way. Oh, this is, uh, so, 38. No, 39. Would it blow your mind if I told you Barack Obama had been to North Korea, perhaps, and is perhaps there now? That would blow my mind, because it's not true. Why did his administration do little to sow their, slow their nuclear and, mil- and missile capabilities? Because uh, we really couldn't do anything without bribing them. Because they had nukes, and that was under W. Who uh, feeds North Korea with strategic intel? Iran. What deal was done with Iran under Barack Obama? Why was the deal sealed under a top-secret classification? Uh, it wasn't. We, we know the deal. The deal was public. 
why wasn't Congress notified? They were. The, the Congress was notified of the deal. Why did Barack Obama, uh, why after Barack Obama left office, all of a sudden North Korea has nukes and the tech to miniaturize for payload delivery within the United States? Um, they probably had it the whole time. Who knows? Couldn't answer that one. What about NSA, CIA, DI, all confirming tech wouldn't be in place for five plus years? Statements made in 2016. Why is all of this relevant and what does it tell you? Big picture is rare. Again, this is back in the day when the NSA was bad. Before Q realized the NSA was good. Because, again, the Q narrative is constantly shifting. Oh, 40. So this is awesome. Uh, because he signed off on three on 35 with uh, 4, 10, 20. And apparently his audience didn't catch it. So he says, uh, 4, 10, 20, A, B, C, D, E. He literally tells him, yo, fuck morons. This is the alphanumeric code that is Trump's initials. Get with the program. Catch up. Get up to speed, slackers. Q-drop 41. What a coincidence. The mountain that housed North Korea's nuclear weapons and testing collapsed. Unbelievable timing. I wonder if critically important materials, as well as scientists, a.k.a. the bomb makers, were inside when it happened. Shocking, though global news agency suspects we had nothing to do with it. Enjoy the crumbs. Just think about that. Just think about that. This is Q telling us that when that North Korea nuclear test site uh, melted down and collapsed, that he did it. Think about what Q does now. Q watches fucking Fox News and tweets out about Hannity. Q just watches. Q is passive. Q is weak. Q drop 41. Q is fucking collapsing mountains and ending North Korea's nuclear program. Q is just waving his dick around. He's the fucking big man on this planet. He rules the world. I mean, seriously. Has Q ever talked a big a bigger game as that in the last year? Never. Q is a spineless bitch compared to Q, the Q and Q Drop 41. It's ridiculous. Um, Q Drop 42. We serve at the pleasure of the president, DJT. 43. These crumbs are not meant to scare anyone, but merely inform. Resistance will be dealt with swiftly. The core focus is removing entrenched and fortified bad actors within our government, past and present, as well as others. Simply will be diligent. Phone numbers will be provided if you witness any uprising or other domestic virus. In addition to 911, any military scene is for your protection as well as to demonstrate our resolve. Watch for confirmations tomorrow. We're getting a hotline. We are getting a Q11 to go with 911 so we can report on deep state agitators that are attempting to stop the cleansing of our republic. 44. Before POTUS departs on Friday, he will be sending an important message via Twitter. God bless. He never does this. 45. Follow Huma. What just broke with Huma? Why did Hillary Rodden Clinton instruct Huma to do reclassified markings? Why is this story just now coming out? What relevance does it have? Why is Donna running for cover? Was a deal granted in exchange for something? Who made the deal? Do we care about Donna or those instructed by her to violate the law? 
Why is this being leaked versus simply prosecuted privately? Who is attempting to change the narrative and soften the acts that are forthcoming this weekend? Again, this is the thing. Q is hyping up the weekend so much. The, the third and the fourth are the end of the world. We are going to crush everybody. Why, uh, 46, why is the information re-Barack Obama so important? Re-Uranium One and export approval of Canada to uh, European Union. Where is Barack Obama today? Did Barack Obama and or his administration ever make false statements that Uranium One would never be exported from the U.S.? Who made those statements? Who, statements? Who did they report to? Why is this relevant? Q loves asking why is this relevant. The public has been given a, a select taste, i.e. sampling, Rest assured, others have it all, 100% verifiable, and impossible to refute. Why is this relevant? Who controls the narrative? Why are left-wing organizations beginning to report on DNC slash D corruption? Does the CIA operator have operators inside the mainstream media? What happens if exposed? What happens if tied back to knowing as knowing to executives? What does this have to do with leaking? What can be verified, no source stories made up were in fact and approved to be published? The wormhole goes deep. 100% verifiable and impossible to refute. This is again the thing. Whenever anyone talks about Q having to build a case to get these guys, Q was talking about having everything at the start. Um... 47, you can paint the picture today based solely on the questions asked. Be vigilant today and expect a major false flag. Doesn't happen. Does anyone find it a coincidence there's always a terrorist attack when bad news breaks for the Ds? This is a QAnon specialty. Uh, they, uh, whenever anything bad happens, if there was bad news for the Democrats happening at that moment, this was done to take away the bad news. If a bad thing was happening when the Democrats were not receiving bad news... QAnon assumes that the bad news for the Democrats is impending, and this was done as a preemptive way to cover for the impending bad news. So any bad act is obviously just done to prevent bad news for the Democrats from being reported. What is that called? Military relevant how? Barack Obama could not and would not allow the military to destroy ISIS. Why? How was ISIS formed? formed when? How has POTUS made such progress in the short time he's been president? Alice in Wonderland. The Alice in Wonderland thing's hilarious because it just it, he, Q fucks it up so badly. I'm gonna finish on. I'm gonna do two more, so I, I'll, I'll try to remember that I was on fifty for next time. Forty-eight. What is Q clearance? It's Department of Energy. That's why you couldn't have fucking half the information you claim to have because it's bullshit. You, it's compartmentalized. You would not have access to it. Uh, what hint does that explicitly refer to? DOE, who would have the goods in Uranium One? The Department of Energy. So you're saying you're a Uranium One scandal breaker? Really? Jesus Christ. You literally just blew up a mountain and killed people in North Korea as a uh, fucking uh, black ops uh, operation. I mean, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Uh, does stating Q refer to that person who works in DOE? No. Does it refer to someone dropping such information has the highest level of security within all departments? Oh, so Q's declaring himself to be a god. Fuck you. Why is this relevant? He loves saying that. May 2010, Barack Obama, Russia should be viewed as 
a friendly partner under Section 123 of the Atomic Energy Act of 1954. After agreeing to a new weapons reduction deal and helping U.S. with Iran, who is the enemy? What is constantly stated by all these Russia is what? What did Russia reset really provide? Uh, clearance pathway to complete Uranium One deal. Why is the Canadian Prime Minister so important? They never thought they were going to lose the calm before the storm. It's so funny just reading this stuff. He's so big about the Uranium One deal. He's so big about all these different random things. And you just see all these plot lines just falling by the wayside, just getting forgotten. No one talks about Uranium One anymore. No one talks about these things. No one talks about the Canadian Prime Minister, which I believe Trudeau had yet to win power at this point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just so comical the way they operate, where it's just this... Uh, now, I think Trudeau, yeah, Trudeau was right in office, but the Canadian Prime Minister, the, the linchpin to it all, which is hilarious because Trudeau then won re-election, even though Q hates him. I remember three days, three nights, trying to explain that Trudeau was going to be exposed as a satanic pedophile and they were going to have to remove him as prime minister. And that didn't work out. Finally, uh, QDrop49 follow Senator Grassley. Why? So he can do corn code for us? What is different effective this week? What did you notice? Why does Senator Grassley, one example, have a higher than normal amount of security detail? Um, yeah, right. Why is Grassley's another held in a secure location? When did this start? What has been different this week? Uranium One FBI informants. Have secret sessions been underway? How could this be discovered? What must be reported, even if filed under state secrets? It's a name recognized around the world. Alice in Wonderland. Just, it's so funny listening to this stuff. It's just so ridiculous going back in time and reviewing it. I mean, I wonder what the la I wonder what the last Q-drop that mentions Uranium-1 is. I'm going to type in U-1 because that's how he does it. Uh, there's five, there's 30 posts of Uranium-1 and the last time uh, Uranium-1 is mentioned is dun, 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 dun. February uh, February 6, 2020. So five months ago, he uh, was the last time he brought up Uranium One in a desperate attempt to try to get something out of it. So, yeah. So that that little narrative of the ultra-important scandal of Uranium One died a death. It's the way they work. It's the way Q operates. Just move. Just plow ahead. Plow forward. Just fuck off. Don't even... Don't even pretend like you actually cared about the things you were talking about. Uh, Barb Michalak asked me what the name of the podcast is, Patriot HQ. It's kind of a dead name. I should probably rename it to the Poker and Politics Podcast. But I'm lazy and I don't want to try to reset everything on Apple and iTunes. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um... Fox named Tacos says, I'm curious as to know how many QAnons believe they're involved in a political battle, not a spiritual one. Is there any group of non-theist QAnons? Um, I think there probably is a group of non-theist QAnons, but in general, they are what I've always called QAnon centrists. 
They are incredibly annoying people who are the most disingenuous people in all of QAnon. Because when you try to pin them down on the actual crazy and dumb shit that Q has said, they will immediately pivot back to all this kind of stuff. They're like, no, man, it's just about getting people to think for themselves, bro. It's all about a mindset, just like an ideology. Ideology has no place in QAnon. It's just about making people think about the government and being proactive. They like just trying to make Q about this peaceful, benevolent, uh, concerned citizens, active citizenry, thoughtful discussion. And when you bring up the fact that Q is actually about killing all the liberals and being violent, they're like, no, man, that's not where we're at, bro. It's not what, that's not my vibe. And they will forgive anything Q says. And they will deny anything Q says. Because they really want to maintain this ridiculous narrative that they're not all about killing everyone they see in an effort to install a Christian uh, theocratic dictatorship. In the name of the God Emperor Donald Trump. And uh, finally, uh, Cinderella, or Cindella, says, Off topic, but I have a question. Since a lot of these QAnon people are 5G truthers, what is their cover story for when Trump talks about bringing 5G to America and leading the world of it? Um, it's the good 5G. I'm not even kidding. This is their this is their excuse, that it's the good 5G, that Trump has de-weaponized the 5G, and this is the 5G that will not cook us like hot dogs. And there are some people that buy into it, and there are some people who don't. Some 5G truthers, this is a bridge too far. Other 5G truthers are just all, trust Trump. Praying Medic and Joe M have been on the whole trust Trump thing, and this is this is a trial run for the anti-vaccination shit. But when the vaccine comes out, if Trump is still in any capacity to uh, like talk about the vaccine, I would expect him to be a proponent of it because he's going to very much resent the uh, coronavirus for ruining his presidency. And uh, he will want everyone to get their shot and defeat the virus that ruined his life. So, yeah, uh, that will be the moment when QAnon will think of him as a total sellout shill because vaccines are a non-starter. You can cure, you can cure COVID-19 with a hydroxychloroquine. You don't need a fucking vaccine. Fuck that shit. Fuck Trump. Boo. Boo Trump. Boo. So that is ye old Pody case. I've gone almost an hour this night because I'm a lunatic. And uh, I uh, there's a speech in Lincoln where he talks about how he's like, I'm too lazy. Once I get started, I'm too lazy to stop. So uh, that's me. I'm a guy who does enjoy the sound of my own voice, as do most people. So that's that. I will be back on Tuesday night. And I will have absolutely no plan for what I'm going to talk about on Tuesday night and be scrambling for a topic. And then that night, probably there'll be some primaries in some part of America and two or three more QAnon nuts will win primaries in blood red districts to be likely to get elected to Congress. And we'll just be uh, fucked, just totally fucked with more QAnon people making their way into the halls of Congress to wield actual power in our great uh, experiment that is democracy. So I can't wait for all that. It's going to be a hoot and a holler, and I will talk to you all then. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.